The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Kia ora and good morning planet Earth. Welcome to The Resilient Show. Shall we just get started?
we can change it up. We can do all just a little bit different when we decide to. Welcome to The Resilient Show with a slightly croaky-voiced Stew Darling for the next 90 minutes. Welcome to the show. If you are listening anywhere on or off planet Earth, you are so welcome. You'll be listening on www.freshfm.net. And if you are in Nelson CBD, you're going to be listening in on 107.2 FM. In Nelson and Tasman, 104.8 FM. If you're over the hill towards Golden Bay, you're going to be on 95 FM. And you are down in the beautiful Blenheim, 88.9 is how you will be listening. Well, how has your week been? How's it been? What a great week we have had. We've just had, we've been very, very busy. My apologies for having to chuck in a recorded show last week. We had a, we had a busy week last week with a whole bunch of workshops. And this week I was on stage for eight hours yesterday talking to some amazing human beings who are interested in learning about personal development and resilience. Wow, what an amazing day we had. I tell you what, some of of the outcomes and manifestations that we see on these workshops are just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But this is and, in fact, let's not have a but conversation, let's have an and conversation. And today is the Resilient Show. Today is also Pink Shirt Day. So the title of today's show is Pink Shirt Day. And it is dedicated to everyone who is standing up. Are you wearing your pink shirt today? Look, I'll be honest, I'm not. I've got a black t-shirt on today, but the t-shirt says in big, bold, white writing, peace begins with empathy. Um, and that's really the message that we choose to get out there today, wearing our pink T-shirts or just reflecting on the importance of removing bullying from our society because yet nobody likes a bully. Um, and I'll share with you, I spent my school days, my secondary school days especially, but it did begin to start at um, at junior school, I, I was bullied. Um, I was the kid that didn't fit in. I didn't fit the model. So folks used to pick on me. Um, I spent most breaks and lunchtimes staying out of the way, hiding away from people who would bully me. Not even just the people who would bully me, but the people who didn't want to be bullied themselves, so decided it was best to steer clear of me. So I walked the corridors, normally the upstairs corridors, because less folks went there. I got smart. I figured out how to steer clear of the bullies. But do you know what? For anyone out there, for everyone out there, um, there can be an end to this. And that's what we're going to talk about throughout the show. We're going to talk about what bullies are. We're going to talk about what bullying is. But we're also going to talk about the other side of it, the light at the end of the tunnel. And it doesn't always have to be a train. 
there can be a light at the end of the tunnel. If you are a parent watching your children being bullied, there can be a light at the end of the tunnel. And it doesn't just have to be once a year on Pink Shirt Day. This is important, don't get me wrong. Pink Shirt Day is massively important. It brings a focus to um, bullying. But this is something that we should be managing every single day because it might start with bullying but often that's not where it stops so we're going to talk a little bit about that too um and and what we can actually be be doing to help if my voice gets through it i hadn't realized until i was singing and dancing along to reach by s club seven yeah and i know matt the program manager is going to give me dog's abuse for starting the show but he's not going to do it today because it is pink shirt day and this is all about being kind to one another and recognizing we should be kind to one another i'll be waiting for the phone to ring in a minute um, but that was reached by s club seven that's what we can all do we can all reach for the stars that's exactly what we should do because when we reach for the stars we are energizing ourselves when we're thinking about the bullies if we are being bullied we feel down our energy levels are low and we'll either remove ourselves from the situation or we will um yeah we'll just feel really really down about it we exist in the reptilian brain all we are trying to do is survive but as this is pink shirt day and i couldn't think of a decent song oh i just have lily the pink i couldn't think of a decent song that had the word pink in it there we are lily the pink has the word pink in it but we're not going to play lily the pink we're actually going to play a track by pink here we go
was as she just said what about us by pink what a beautiful song good something that fascinates me and always has since i started um doing radio i have the opportunity to listen to lots of music um especially when we have guests on and all of our guests get to choose um our track to um to end our, our conversations um listen to the words now listening to the music within music is fascinating. Listen to the beat of the music. That's a really, really awesome way of getting into a good feel space. But listen to the words that you know, these artists have taken time to manifest. The words of songs can mean so much. And we're actually we're going to play one later on. That when I actually listened to the words and I understood. Um, the dynamic that was going on when the song was written, it completely changed my view of the song. So have a listen to the um, the tracks that are played. Now look, I know now there are many of you who are either trying to remember the words for Lily the Pink, trying to remember that it was the scaffold that played Lily the Pink, um, but also um, that's going to be in your head all day, the words for Lily the Pink. So I just took some time during that last track and, um, and found it. So here you go. Here's a little bit of Lily the Pink. We'll drink a drink a drink to Lily the Pink. So they gave him medicinal compound And now he's learning how to fly Brother Tony was known to be bony He would never eat his meal And so they gave him medicinal compound And now they move him round on wheels He'll drink a drink a drink To Lily the Pink, the Pink, the Pink The saviour of the human race For she invented medicinal compound Most efficacious in every case There we go, there is just a quick bit of Lily the Pink Now our next week's guest would be crying out in horror 
at the suggestion of medicinal compounds um next week we're going to be talking about health and the importance of um eating a healthy diet and where um the western developed world's diet has got us in terms of our general health and our need for medicinal compounds but there you go i hope that's in your head for the rest of today now let's get on with the show because there is a plan to this show it's always planned um, but that's the great thing about plans as i was saying to um to uh, the, the the team yesterday the great thing about having a plan is you can change it if you don't have a plan then hey which way are we going nobody knows so back to the plan um this is pink shirt day across new zealand and so let's talk for a little while a little bit about what is a bully now even the word bully has become one that isn't used people have become frightened of using the word bully because um well uh, if if I call them a bully, something's got to happen. Yup, and you know, as a you know, when I work with businesses, when I've been a chief exec in the past, when you know when I was serving in the British Army, of course, if someone comes and says that individual is a bully or you're a bully, we have to act on it. So we've created a whole bunch of words, a whole lexicon that allows us to talk about people who are unkind and unfair and maybe just a little exuberant to stop us having to use the word bully. But what is a bully? Well, a bully is someone who finds certainty in the pain of other people, finds significance rather than love and belonging by being maybe strong, maybe bigger than the other ones and pushes it around a bit he finds certainty in the fear of others and even the people around about him you know his gang well you know, they're only there because they don't want to be bullied think about the harry potter series of books especially the early books um you know the first or second book where um malfoy has got Crab and Doyle as his henchmen, I suppose. They were there because they were frightened of Malfoy turning on them. They found the bullying of Harry Potter and the Muggles. They were frightened of that. Therefore, they reinforced the power of the bully. Take a look around you at the people that find certainty in the weakness of others or being able to laugh at others because that's the beginning point of bullies look at the people around about them are they free to belong or are they fitting in are they stopping themselves being themselves just so they don't get bullied because you see unfortunately the people that are bullied are often the ones who are showing their uniqueness. They're the ones saying, actually, do you know what? I was put here at this point in the history of histories to do something. I am unique. I am different. I'm going to stand up. And that is sometimes the joy that brings us through the pain of being bullied. But let's not forget, bullies 
are you know, just people who are very, very uncertain in themselves, looking for a way to feel certainty, and they do that through the pain of the other people. We should feel sorry for bullies. Um, I know it's not easy when you're in the thick of it, but bullies are just weak little boys and girls looking for a mummy or a grown-up to hug them, and they can't find them because of something that's happened in their past. That's what we choose to break through when we begin to deal with bullies. But that's all a bully is. Now, that was a little bit serious. I get it. That was a little bit serious. So if you didn't reach for the stars and dance when we played S Club 7 a little bit earlier on, first up, why not? Was it because you thought someone might laugh at you? Mm, Just think about what I've just said about bullies and people who laugh at each other. Um, there's nothing wrong with jumping up and having a dance. If that's what you feel like doing, get up. Get up and have a dance. And there's absolutely no excuse not to dance to this track. Here is Lou Bega. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your hand to the sound. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right. One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Number five. <laughs> <laughs> 
A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man That was Lou Bega, Mambo number five. Did you get up and have a boogie? Did you? Or did you feel a little bit, oh, I can't really do that sort of thing in here. Other people will sort of look away or other people will laugh. I told a story yesterday um, at our workshop about a workshop that we did um, at the back end of last year. One of the, I've spoken about it on the show before, one of the, the exercises that we do um, in the online course or um, you know, when we're, when we're in, in, in front of an audience we do an exercise called needs, wants, and dreams, and you know, the whole point of the exercise is to make us realise that at at our needs level, human beings, mammals are all the same. We need air, we need food, we need water, we need to reproduce as a species, um, and we we broaden it and we say, well, look, what else do you need? And you know, some people, in fact, someone yesterday chucked in, they need a Tesla. I tried to show them later on in the day that you know actually you've got legs to get from one place to the other so maybe you don't need a tesla but he was adamant he did um uh, but then we move up to wants and our wants then become those things that make our lives easier so maybe it is um a car or a faster car or a bigger house or the ability to go to a nicer restaurant um you know our wants begin to shape um, us and the community in which we live um, and you know, the wants of people in New Zealand are going to be very very different to the the wants of maybe people in Africa um, but so you know the, the wants we have begin to show the, 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 the community or the environment that we generally live in but then we get up to the top of the triangle and this is when I invite people to share their dreams and the room goes quiet no one wants to share their dreams why not because when they were a little child happened to all of us um when they were a child um someone said to them um just grow up or you're too old for that now mm. and that person was most certainly uh, someone they respected, possibly an adult, a parent, um, a teacher, someone they respected. And the first time it was said, um, yeah, it, it was ignored. It was, yeah, whatever, we just carried on playing. The next time it was said, it began to strike a chord. And when it was said often enough, it got embedded in our subconscious that it was time to stop playing. It was time time to stop dreaming. It was time to stop imagining. And actually what happens is 
a new neural pathway is created in our brains that says we don't imagine, we don't play. And when you didn't get up to dance to Lou Bega because you might be embarrassed or someone might laugh, that was what happened at this workshop that we did a few months ago. Someone shared their dream and people started laughing at them. Now, is that bullying or is it not bullying? I'm going to leave that question out there because I know in that workshop environment there was no intention of bullying the individual. It was actually a response. In fact, it was a a reaction to protect the individuals who were laughing from having to share their dreams, from opening up and sharing what their dreams might have been. So I closed the room down. And we had a conversation about um, being unkind. I didn't call it bullying. About being unkind in the workplace. Because it is so simple for those unwritten ground rules to stamp all over our values. We talk about having values. Businesses have values plastered across the walls. And when you arrive in a business, you think, ah, right those are their values but when the stress hits do you know what the unwritten ground rules come out and those are the squeaky wheels that's what's really going on in the business and this is what's happening when we don't confront unkindness bullying people not allowing us to be ourselves it is the steady creep and over time that grows And people begin to get away with things that you never thought they would have done. It's called normalising the abnormal. We let people get away with it. No one gets out of bed in the morning with the plans to be unkind. I mean, it can happen really, really quickly when you stub your wee toe toe on the side of the door as you walk into the bathroom. All of a sudden, all your plans for the day go out the window. It certainly does when it happens to me. But, you know... That little bit of unkindness that people get away with, it becomes normal. And that drift begins to happen. So we, all of us, as adults and as individuals that people look up to, and that can be from quite a young age, actually, those influencers. We are the ones who must choose to step up and say, wait a minute. That's not what we are all about. We're better than this. If we do that every single day, then maybe one day in the future, there will be less of a need for a pink shirt day because we've all got the courage. We've all got the braverism to step up and say, wait a minute, that's um, that's not quite right. It shouldn't be like that. Here's a little bit of Rod Stewart. Someday when I'm awfully low when the world is cold I will feel a glow just thinking of And the way you look tonight 
you're so lovely With your smile so warm And your cheeks so soft There is nothing for me But to love you And the way you look tonight With each word Your tenderness grows Tearing my fears apart And that laugh That wrinkles your nose Touches my foolish heart Yes, you're lovely Never ever change Keep that breathless charm Won't you please arrange it Cause I love you Just the way you look Just the way you look tonight. Wouldn't that we be wouldn't that be just a beautiful way to talk to one another in the words of that song? Yeah, if we speak words of love, then the opportunity for bullies disappears. They are the ones that don't fit in. They are the ones that don't belong. We begin to belong. So Types of bullying. Um, There's the easy one. There's the obvious one. Um, Physical bullying. You know that punch in the face? That being tripped up? That sort of schoolboy, playground, schoolyard activity? Um, Or, sadly, often that power um, bullying that can take place in, in some relationships? 
Um, you know, the ones that have uh, a physical outcome um, that many of us, um, you know, as I shared, I've been, I was bullied in the past, that, you know, we, we just live with because even though there is the pain of the, the beating, actually there is the makeup and there is the certainty of that makeup afterwards. Um, there's also the certainty of being in a relationship rather than being alone. So we put up with it. I was actually talking to someone recently who has just um, had the bravery to, had the courage to end um, you know, a, a, a decade-long relationship because they realized that that other person wasn't going to change they stepped into the uncertainty, which none of us like doing. They stepped into that uncertainty because they realised that the certainty they had wasn't good for them. Um, but then there's the other side of bullying, and this is far more challenging to see and understand. That psychological bullying. You know, the you're not good enough, you'll never be able to do that. That controlling language that people use. That's the one that we must watch out for. We've spoken before in the show, and we will again when a dear friend of, of, of ours, um, Mark Shearer, comes on the show. He is is a fascinating conversation about the words we use, the language that we use. If we listen to the words that people use, we can hear that unkindness in the words that are used, that psychological bullying that is far more damaging than um, physical bullying. The physical bullying might hurt at the time, but psychological bullying, that being told you're not good enough, that can just go on and on and on. And the longer we hear it, the more it gets embedded, the more that neural pathway is strengthened and we begin to believe what we are told, whether that's in our home, whether that's in our workplace, whether it is at a national level, if a government is trying to control and be more controlling using the language that they use, we begin to believe it. Our subconscious, remember, soaks in absolutely everything it's told. It doesn't know if it's the truth or a lie. It just soaks it in. So let's be very, very careful about the language that we use amongst one another. But let's also be very, very careful of the language that we hear. Because if we hear the wrong sort of language for too long, then we begin to believe it. And then that just becomes a really, really lonely path that we end up walking by ourselves.
Anyone recognise that? Anyone recognise that? If you're old enough, you will. If you're old enough, you will be thinking back to the Incredible Hulk. Not the ones from... Not the one from Marvel Universe and all of the, 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 the newer films. Um, that was the theme tune to The Incredible Hulk by the Daniel Kane Orchestra. And the programme always finished with David Banner, the Hulk's alter ego, leaving the town that he had been visiting when someone made him a little bit angry and it all went horribly wrong. Um, and, yeah, that can happen to us we feel ostracized we've got we feel we've got to leave the environment because we don't fit in for whatever reason or we don't conform to what that organization that town that country is um is doing or where we believe it is going so we have to leave i think it's an, a beautiful piece of music um and you know one it's is is one of my go-tos when it is time to do some deep thinking about whether i'm fitting in or whether i am belonging um that was a little bit serious that last bit about you know bullies and even just the words that we use what it can do to us even unintentionally so um let's talk about what we can do about it what can we do about that um those bullies well you know one of the things about bullies is they're always looking to big up their significance they are looking for certainty and if you allow yourself to be bullied yes i use that word allow specifically then um, they can keep coming back because you are recharging their batteries. You are making them feel good. You are giving them certainty that, do you know what, whenever I go and pick on little Johnny or bigger Johnny or Julia, um, I feel strong. I feel that that big gaping hole in my life is being filled. The answer is counterintuitively the answer is to be ourselves as i say often let's not forget that we are all unique in the history of history there was never a time when you were here other than right now the fact that two human beings got together for a few seconds and created you at that time in space means that you are unique you are perfect be proud of who you are go out there and be your own unique silly self every day some people aren't going to like it of course they're not going to like it because they expect us to fit in whoever they are they expect us to wear the same t-shirts to wear the same clothes to use the same language to watch the same tv shows to have a nine to five job that is what is expected of us in the developed world in the 21st century well do you know what if that's not your gig that's cool never forget to be kind and to be humble but also remember to be yourself don't break the rules 
but be yourself. And very, very quickly, the bully will move on because you are no longer inviting that activity. You're just brushing it off. I'm not saying this bit's easy, guys, but don't let the bully get away with it. Sometimes you've you got to deal with it in kind. I'll leave that one there. I think you all know what I mean. But actually, be bigger than that. Be your unique self. That was how I dealt with the bullying. I dealt with the bullying. Yes, I hid away. Yes, I removed myself from other people's opportunity to hurt me and be unkind. But do you know what? I became myself. I became this unique human being. And I actually, in an odd way, and this is an exercise we do with one-to-one clients, I actually thank that young lad who was bullied. I thank the Stu Darling who spent years being bullied at school because it gave me the certainty in my own uniqueness. It gave me the ability to do really dumb stuff like say yes to a radio show when all I was hoping for was to be allowed to be interviewed for a few minutes on the radio. And I ended up with a radio show. I ended up doing some amazing things in my life with some absolutely amazing human beings because I decided to lean into the unique me that I truly am. And if you speak to Lady Elizabeth, yeah, I am unique. But I'm no more unique than every other person on this planet. So, yeah, if that bullying is happening, um, yes, call it bullying. Call it out for what it is. Make the people in the organization who you know, run the organization, own the organization, the people more senior, make them take notice. Make them take action by calling it what it is. Your job in all of this is to actually go out there and be your amazing, unique self. Because do you know what? When you're out there being your amazing, unique self, it is more. It is so much more than just a feeling.
Big Hair, the guitar riffs. That was 1980s soft rock. That was More Than a Feeling by Boston. How cool was that? I hope that took you back or introduced you to soft rock of the 1980s. How cool was that? Well, um, I used a word um, in the last segment when I or used a phrase when I said we allow them to bully us. Now, that's confrontational. And if you were confronted... I completely respect that because um, surely it's on the bully, isn't it? Isn't it on the bully? What, are, what what have I got to do with the fact that someone's picking on me? Well, um, this comes up quite often when we are working with clients, um, and it's it's happened to me in in my past. Um, life is life and relationships are all about cycles not bicycles cycles we go round and round the same cycle until it um until we decide to change it, until we choose to change it choose don't decide that's another subject we'll bring that up with mark shearer but um, when we choose to break the cycle think about it um i decide i'm going to get fit and um as ever I start with such great intentions and I go out there and I get fit, I'm beginning to get fit, but man, it takes such a long time to get fit, doesn't it? Oh, and this, I'm always out of breath and I'm not really seeing the changes happening. So, um, oh, well, I'll just, maybe I'll just skip today. And I skip that day and I feel hungry because the muscles in my core have not been used the way they have been and therefore my stomach isn't as tight as it was so I have a cake um so I haven't exercised and I've had a cake and then well I just think what's the point until I think oh it's time to start doing exercise again that is my fitness cycle it truly is my fitness cycle um and that cycle has continued for years and years and years. My drinking cycle of I won't drink today until six o'clock in the evening comes round. And then I start drinking. 
The next morning, I promise myself I'm not going to drink that day. And then at six o'clock in the evening, I have a drink. Maybe I manage a day or two without drinking. So I congratulate myself by the next day at six o'clock in the evening having a drink. Do you see how these cycles just repeat themselves until we decide to change? And we break that cycle by creating new neural pathways, which take about 30 days to create. Um, so when that bully comes along, we're actually in a cycle with them. Yep. They leave us alone for a little while and then the pressure begins to amp up and the bullying starts. Whether that's physical or psychological bullying, it begins to start. But it starts in just a small way. So small that we probably don't notice it the first time it happens, especially the psychological bullying side of things. And then it builds until we can't cope with it anymore and it all explodes and maybe the bully feels they've gone a little bit too far, or maybe you withdraw. But then either of you begin to feel safe in that environment again, and it all begins again. That is the cycle of the bully and the bullied relationship. We must choose to break that cycle somehow. And we break that cycle by continuing to be our amazing, unique selves, or we break that cycle by calling it out. Maybe we start by calling it out to someone that we trust or someone in that position of influence, whoever that may be. But the task of the person being bullied is to break that cycle because then you are no longer allowing it to happen. When we're in that cycle, well, guess what? We're going to stay in that cycle and we are... we. It's our cycle. We allow that cycle to continue happening until we don't. Now, don't get me wrong. When we break that cycle, it can be immensely tough. It can be hugely tough to change because you, we're built for change, but change is uncomfortable. Change is stepping into that zone of the unknown. So how do we actually do it? Well, little moves. Little moves, guys, is how we begin to make that change. Sometimes it's got to be big, dynamic shifts. That's how we break the cycle. We take responsibility for it and we break it. And look, if, if you're finding this challenging, you're across the internet today, whether you are in New Zealand for um, Pink Shirt Day or you're across the globe, because I know we've got listeners to The Resilient Show right across the globe, um, there are places to reach out. If you're unsure who to reach out to, um, reach out to me. Drop me an email, stew at stewdarling.com. Drop me, find me on Facebook, drop me a message. If you feel that you are stuck in a cycle and you don't feel you have anyone to talk to, give me a call. Give anyone a call. But if you don't have anyone to call, give me a shout and begin to break that cycle that you are trapped in. All right? Well, here are the plain white tees. Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty. Yes, you do. Time 
Times Square can shine as bright as you I swear it's true Hey there Delilah, don't you worry about the distance I'm right there if you get lonely Give this song another listen Close your eyes Listen to my voice, it's my disguise I'm by your side Oh, it's what you do to me Oh, it's what you do to me What you do to me Hey there Delilah I know times are getting hard But just believe me girl Someday I'll pay the bills With this guitar We'll have it good We'll have the life We knew we would My word is good Hey there Delilah I've got so much left to say If every simple song I wrote to you Take your breath away, I'd write it all Even more in love with me, you'd fall We'd have it all Oh, it's what you do to me Seems pretty far But they've got planes and trains and cars I'd walk to you if I had no other way Our friends would all make fun of us And we'll just laugh along Because we know that none of them have felt this way Delilah, I can promise you That by the time we get through The world will never ever be the same And you're to blame Delilah, you be good and don't you miss me Two more years and you'll be done with school And I'll be making history like I do You'll know it's all because of you We can do whatever we want to Hey there Delilah, here's to you This one's for you What you do to me The Plain White Tees with He There Delilah um, no reason. I just heard it the other day and thought, oh, I'm going to play that on the radio this week. Um, quite a decent track. Unlike the next one we're going to play, and there is a good reason to be playing that one. But before we get there, um, what are the four words that we can use to understand everyone on planet Earth? Oh, it's true. We can. Um, we It's another piece of work that we do in our in our workshops, and it's really, really amusing to watch the penny drop when we go, oh, yeah, you can, can't you? Um Turns out 
that all we seek in life is certainty. That's all we are looking for. Where we find that certainty really depends on our past, where we came from. Um, but true certainty comes through love and gratitude. Um, from the moment um, that the egg and the sperm meets and we begin to grow in the womb, we are seeking certainty. Um, and that certainty hopefully comes through love and warmth and nutrition. If that's the world that we are born into, we are born with a certainty in ourselves and our environment. Um, that's what Maslow spoke about in his hierarchy of needs in terms of our physiological needs. Um, but unfortunately, not everyone is born into that sort of world, that sort of community. Um, and if we are born into a world of anger, violence, need or lack, um, then we are born into an uncertain world. Our little microcosm is full of uncertainty. When's the next argument going to start? When's the next violence going to be dished out? Where's my next meal coming from? So we spend our lives seeking certainty and we seek it anywhere. Often we seek it in alcohol or drugs or in bullying other people or staying in toxic relationships because we have the certainty that, well, at least I'm in a relationship. But until we balance our need for certainty, we cannot move mature to variety. The paradox is that when we have certainty in our lives, we begin to seek variety. We go and do fun things. We have hobbies. We go and eat in different restaurants. We try different foods. We, cre we create new relationships with other people because we seek that variety. But if we're living with uncertainty, then all we're looking for is certainty. And often that is where the bully begin the bullying behavior begins to manifest in our fellow human being. They find certainty in being unkind. They find certainty in the power they can have over other people. And actually it's their significance that is more important to them than anything else. So our first paradox we have to work through is understanding where we sit on the certainty variety quantum. And when we understand that, then we begin to seek significance. But significance isn't enough because we also need to belong. We need that feeling of love and belonging. And we need to understand where we are on the quantum between significance and love and belonging. And inside those four words is the person that you are today. So where are you? Do you have certainty in your life? What can you do to find certainty in your life? How much variety do you have in your life? The fun stuff that helps us grow. Is your significance important or would you rather love and belong? Now, we need all four of these, but every single one of us sits somewhere different on the quantum between 
the um, between the words of the two paradox. The bully is the one that finds certainty in their significance. They need a little bit of love and belonging. That's why they have a gang around about them. Maybe they find the variety in picking on other people. But it is uncertainty and it is the need for significance that is the character trait of the bully. So look out for them and look at yourself. Where do you sit on the four words of certainty, variety, significance and love and belonging? When we find our own place, when we find certainty in those four words and where we sit within those four words, we can grow and become part of our community. And that is where we begin to truly belong. Now, this next track I have loved for years years and years because it was one of the tracks in a film called Highlander there can be only one um all about immortals that could only be killed when you chopped your head off but go and have a look for it it's bound to be available on Netflix or another streaming um another streaming service um go and look for it but the song who wants to live forever is all about the challenge of immortality this actually has absolutely nothing today to do with the subject of today's show. But again, it was one that I thought, oh, I like this. But there is a little bit of a link. Um, song was uh, written and sung by Queen, not the Queen, um, the band Queen. Um, and I always thought that this song was about, um, the. it was written for the film, but it was about that loneliness of immortality, the lonely road of, of living beyond other people. Um, then I watched the film Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, which is the story of um, Freddie Mercury and his falling out with Queen and um, you know, the, the rejoining of the, 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 all of the band members just before Live Aid. This song was written um, at a time when Freddie Mercury had just been diagnosed with HIV AIDS and was facing up to a shortened life and certainly a life that at the time had so much stigma attached to it that his life was going to be very, very different because of the decisions he made. It really changed my view of this beautiful song. Here it is, Who Wants to Live Forever?
go who wants to live forever by queen recorded for the film highlander but actually had such deeper meaning when you actually consider what was going on in um in yeah in the 1980s when hiv and aids was um you know really spreading out across 
some communities and you know the the pain and the suffering that was caused by um you know really really sort of counting those people out of society because of decisions they made well that wasn't really being kind that wasn't really being the best of us and you know fortunately we've um, you know we've got beyond that in in many cases and we're beginning to be far more inclusive as a society including one another that removes for the most part the bullies they don't have anywhere to fit in now when we're talking about bullies there is a part of <laughs> there is a part of humanity that we often discount we often don't think about them and unfortunately it's a really really important part of humanity because actually 25% of us have these tendencies and for you those of you who've heard me speak and we've had a little bit of a laugh and a joke about the number of people in the room if there are 20 people in a room and 25% of us have these tendencies, well, what does it mean? It means that 25% of us or five people in that room are psychopaths. Ah, psychopath. Wait a minute. Hold on. There are people that stick axes in people's heads and stab them on a Saturday night just because they feel like it. No, no. Of course, there are those sorts of psychopaths. But fortunately, most people just have a few psychopathic tendencies. What is a psychopath? And this is really, really important when it comes to relationships. You know, there are bullies who you know, are just seeking certainty in their own significance. Their brains are wired the same way as 75% of us. But there are 25% of us whose brains are wired differently. Um, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that as long as we can recognize it. But a psychopath is... Nothing more than an individual who does not have the same empathy triggers as the rest of us. So when we, and we, we, we tried to do this yesterday in the workshop, but if you yawn and someone else yawns along with you, all that is showing is that their empathy trigger is triggering, right? They are seeing you yawn and you're thinking, oh, they probably feel a little bit tired or maybe a little bit bored or a little bit warm. And our subconscious causes us to yawn as well, right? Now, that doesn't mean that everyone in the room who didn't yawn is a psychopath, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a decent first step. Um, but those of us in society, that 25%, um, they don't see those same triggers. So psychopaths can actually cause hurt. They don't mean it. They just are working their way through their life because of the way that they are wired. It's a massive challenge for them as well. It's a massive challenge for us. Um, and we've all worked with psychopaths. Um and we all see the challenges because we get trapped in that same cycle that I spoke about earlier. Um, and unfortunately, there's no way to deal with it. Well, there is. There's one. And I'm going to share that with you um, right now. Um, you know, they are wired that way. And you know, just as you know, for years, children with dyslexia were discounted as being stupid, adults with dyslexia were being discounted as being stupid, they weren't. It's just that their brain is wired 
differently. It learns differently. And because school, that outdated institution that was introduced at the beginning of the industrial era to force most children into factories, um, didn't align with the way their brains worked, well, teachers called them stupid. The dunce hat was put on their heads. Um, psychopaths are similarly challenged, but it's not their education that their ability to learn that's in question it's their level of empathy it's how they can empathize with their fellow human being and everything i have spoken about in terms of certainty and variety and significance and love and belonging and how we actually be our own unique selves well it doesn't work with psychopaths it really doesn't because their triggers are just completely different. So the question then is, well, Stu, how do we deal with psychopaths? How do I know if I'm dealing with a psychopath? And how do I manage it if they are conducting activities that, uh, that are bullying or in nature? How do I actually deal with it? Well, there is a way, fortunately, to um, to manage relationships with psychopaths. And let's face it, if 25% of the population are psychopaths, we are going to have to manage our relationships with them. Um, the answer is to be totally objective. Now, for those of you who've listened to the show for, yeah, well, for, since the show started, for those of you who follow me on um, my podcast, Rediscovering Resilience, or if you've been to our workshops, or if you're you know, if you're part of the online program, you will know that objectivity um, is is not being vulnerable. Objectivity is telling it like it is in facts. Well, that's never going to deepen a relationship. We have to show vulnerability. We have to tell our stories because as mammals, as herd animals, we get to know one another through the stories that we tell. But again, this 25% of humanity are wired differently. Not badly, just differently. So if we are struggling with that relationship. If we find this individual, maybe um, maybe we feel that they are unkind. We feel, listen to the way that I've put that, we feel that they are being unkind. Then begin to remove the subjectivity. Begin to remove the storytelling aspect of the relationship that we have. Because if we only speak in facts, if we only say it like it is, then it means that they don't have a way to change the narrative. They don't have a way to change the story to suit them. So that's all we have to do. Be objective. Remove the storytelling. Base everything in facts. And you will see a shift in that relationship, especially if this is someone with psychopathic tendencies who engages in psychological bullying deal in fact only because they will have nowhere left to go and they are likely to move on if it's in a relationship they'll try different ways in the relationship but you know if this is a work colleague then actually just being factual will allow you to continue a professional relationship with that individual um, rather than 
it's spiraling out of control and you being the one that is hurt as the cycle goes on really really important to recognize the fact that you know, just because our brains are wired differently it doesn't make us bad people but we have a responsibility to actually understand this and utilize it to look after ourselves but also utilize it to look after one and other that was today's resilient show um i spoke once again far far too much and we are just running out of time to um to get the last track in we will get the last track in because we haven't played tim mcgraw yet um next week first guest for a while we are doing health and wellness with a health and wellness coach that's going to be quite good fun but let me if you're struggling with helping someone who maybe feels that they are being bullied and you're not quite sure what to do. Maybe this will help. Today was a difficult day, said Pooh. There was a pause. Do you want to talk about it? asked Piglet. No, said Pooh after a bit. I don't think I do. That's okay, said Piglet. And he came and sat beside his friend. What are you doing? asked Pooh. Nothing really said piglet only i know what difficult days are like i quite often don't feel like talking about it on my difficult days either but goodness continued piglet difficult days are so much easier when you know you've got someone there with you and i'll always be here for you Pooh. and as Pooh sat there working through in his head his difficult day while his solid, reliable piglet sat next to him quietly, swinging his little legs, he thought that his best friend had never been more right. Have a great week. Go out, be humble, and be kind. Stars shine, always stay humble and kind. Go to church cause your mama says to visit grandpa every chance that you can. It won't be wasted time, always stay humble and kind. Why bitterness keeps you from flying 
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.